The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So this morning we're going to be looking again at Ephesians, and we're going to look at, uh, really, verses 3 and 4, at um, one of the passages in Scripture that to some people can be confusing. I'm going to state there's a lot of parts in Scripture that, honestly, we'd all have to admit, don't always make a lot of sense. The Bible does teach us to study, to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. One of the things we pull from that passage is simply the point that it does require study. Uh, It's not, you know, sometimes there's just parts of Scripture you look at and say, I don't fully understand it. You'll see that a lot more in the Old Testament. You'll definitely see that in prophecy. And one of the things, a couple tips that we usually get in the area of study, uh, you can simply do things like asking who, what, when, where, why, and how, who's it written to, what are they saying, why they write it, simple questions like that. Uh, You can look at the context. You can look at who in general it's speaking to. And so a lot of the things, if we can just take a few minutes and ask those questions, can help us to be able to navigate. But every once in a while we hit a passage that really you can read that passage and listen to seven different preachers preach on that passage, and you're going to get three or four strong, prominent, different views. And this is one of those. Uh, It deals with this idea of what we call election or predestination. And it answers the question, does God choose who can be saved and who can be not? And only his chosen can be saved, and and then everyone else is just predestined to hell. And when you read certain passages of Scripture, uh, it looks like that. So what happens is those who don't believe in this election or or predestination where God has chosen certain people, you have no choice, you have to be saved, and everyone else is just destined to hell. If we don't believe that, which I do not, but we don't, we we run the passages like we're going to see today, the idea of election, and sometimes we're a little nervous to talk about it. Well, today, I think personally, if we just look at it and take a few minutes to evaluate it, I think it's a lot easier to understand. Let me tell you one thing I do believe, I really do believe this, that many times in Scripture, especially if you're looking, depending on who you're listening to preach, Many times in Scripture, we come to the Bible with an opinion we already have, right? In election, I believe, you know, someone would say, I believe election is this. So then we come to the book of Ephesians and we say, well, obviously it has to mean this. And we say that based upon our opinion of what we had before we got to the Bible. And so let me just read the two verses we're going to look at today, and I will give you my opinion or my belief of what's being interpreted. I'll try to use other scripture. One of the things that's always necessary in biblical interpretation is always to remember how does this passage fit with the rest of the Bible. In 2 Timothy 3, Paul told Timothy, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. All scripture is given, and we believe that every word is inspired by God through the, through the Holy Spirit of, to the people who wrote it. God being the author, the human authors being the writers. I also believe that the word of God is preserved. Not one jot or tittle shall pass till all the law be fulfilled. So I, I believe it's preserved, which means the inspired word that God gave the apostle Paul 
2,000 years ago has been preserved so we know we have God's word in front of us today. We can know that. So having those two things stated, I want us to evaluate these two verses and then I'll finish with why I believe election's a wonderful thing. Verse number three, Paul says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him and love. So according as he has chosen us before him, I've chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. So what we do is we look at it and we say, well, obviously God has chosen certain people to be saved and chosen certain people not to be saved. And obviously that's what it comes down to. And what they do is they hold heavily to what we call the sovereignty of God, where God is very particular and he's going to pick and choose. Now, can I encourage you that I strongly hold to what we call the sovereignty of God. I believe the Bible simply teaches uh, a man cannot be saved except the Father draw him. I, I don't believe that we can just say, you know what, when I'm ready to come to God, then I'll come to God. I believe that God works in our heart. And granted, he, I think he's long-suffering. I think some people, he'll work in our heart for most of our lives. But at some point, God may say, no, I mean, we may wait. If I'm, if I'm 20 and I'm gonna wait till I'm 80, who's to say I'll live till I'm 80? So I think we've got to be careful not to become arrogant in this thing. But I believe it requires the conviction of the Holy Spirit. I don't just come to God on my own time. It is the conviction of the Holy Spirit. But I do believe something that makes the idea of God forcing or choosing people can't be saved tr tricky. 2 Peter 3.9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but he is long-suffering to us not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Romans 3.23 or 10.13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that whosoever believeth in him. So, and I could go through and read many more. Those are three of the more popular passages. And those passages reference the idea that God has stated in scripture that Anybody who comes to him can be saved. Now, this is where I say the, becomes the battle. If I believe that Ephesians simply states that God says only certain people can be saved and he's going to choose them, that contradicts the other three verses that I read. You can't do that in Scripture because if one verse contradicts another verse, and frankly, we become to pick and choose what we're going to believe, and frankly, biblical interpretation becomes my opinion. And that's what a lot of people want. They want to be able to interpret Scripture through their preconceived opinion. And they say anybody who disagrees with them is just not knowledgeable enough. Well, let me, let's look at the verse, and let's find out what some things we can learn from it. Verse 4, according as he, it's talking about God, hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Well, we see before the foundation of the world, before we were ever born. And that's where people say, I, you know, he's pick and choose who's gonna live and die or go to heaven or not. But here's a phrase I want us to see. According as he's chosen us in him. Now, one of the things that we look at is in him. Who's he who, referencing? There's other passages spoken of in him. And what is many times we referencing in him? And that would be Christians. And when you put Christians together, who's he referencing? The church. He's chosen the church. Remember, he's speaking to the church, to the book, to the church in Ephesus. And in many references of scripture, once it's brought out, he's speaking of the called out assembly, the unique group of people. Here's what I believe can happen. The Lord is not slack that whoever calls on Jesus shall be saved. And they, be, they get saved and they become part of the body of Christ. They get saved and become part of the body of Christ through their decision, through God's calling, through their decision. And then they become part of that elected body, the body of Christ, the church. 
That's the group. I don't think he has chosen just me and that person can't be saved. He's chosen the church to be the unique body of Christ in today. And then he, we can choose to become part of that. We, here's the point. You can't just say, I'm just going to believe whatever I want, get to heaven. That's just not how it works. I must believe what God says. I must be part of his body. I must be part of his chosen. And his chosen is the local church that follows him. Not just any church, the church that follows Christ. And that's truly what I believe we can see here. Now, um, when we look at this, I believe what we can see in this, the, here's what comes the answer. You look at things like, well, then what does it mean, predestination, election? Here's what I believe. I believe that God does not pick and choose who can be saved and who cannot be saved. I think that's not a force. I think he knows who's going to be saved. He says, uh, we have been predestined. Other passages talk about being predestined into him. Uh, through his foreknowledge, the Bible teaches us. And so simply what he's saying is, before the foundation of the world, God in his sovereignty knew in, in, in our generation who will accept Jesus as their Savior and who will not. And then he, so those who have, he knows will accept him. He's not forcing it, he just knows. He predestines a perfect will. He brings sanctification. He's got a plan for those who will accept. So there's a knowledge in him because of his sovereignty that states who will get saved. And so he has a predestined perfect will. That's beautiful, by the way. God knows if you're going to call upon him, and he has a very particular plan for you. It fits your gifts, it fits your personality, it fits your strengths and weaknesses, where he wants to use you amazingly for his perfect will. And so he's chosen the church and then he predestines and he makes a plan for those who us who choose to become part of that church. And he's got an absolutely amazing plan to make us what he desires us to be and to use us in complete fulfillment. That's how much he loves us. And that's where these terms come. Election, I believe, is the church. We can come into it, which fits other scripture. We can choose to come in. God's sovereignty, this is the plan to heaven, my free will. I will choose whether or not I'm going to follow God's plan. When I choose to do it, his sovereignty enacts through predestination, choosing my, the plan he has for me if I'm willing to follow it. And that's how you can literally say the sovereignty of God and the free will of man come together. God, when you come in, God knows. God knows who of us will choose heaven. He knows those you watching or listening to this who say, I believe or don't believe, whether or not you will accept. Unfortunately, the Bible teaches those who do not accept will end up in eternity in hell. But he said he doesn't want anybody to do that. So he's chosen through election, his plan, the church, salvation into the body of Christ. I have a choice whether I will or will not enter into his chosen plan. And then when I'm there, I am, I've been given an amazing opportunity to see God do things through me. Now, I hope my goal is to try to make that as practical as we can. And as we study this, my desire you know, is to help bring the what some people call complicated down to a level of simplistic. It's really my desire to make it more simplistic so we understand what the Word of God is teaching. And without jumping over a passage that sometimes... If we jump over it, we people just assume we we're afraid of it. Well, I'm not afraid of it. We believe it. The Bible does teach these things and hopefully to give us a better understanding of it. If you got questions about this and what we've said or what we say at all, please feel free to email us. You can go to our website at bensalembaptist.org and you can just through our one of our contact forms at the bottom of the pages, you can submit it and we will try to either answer you personally or if you're interested, we will use one of these podcast times to answer your question as well. If you know me personally, you can text me if you got a question 
question, I'd be more than happy to try and answer that. I went a little longer than normal today. I appreciate you sticking around with us. Hope it's a help as we try to walk through the Word of God and understand the truths that God has given to us. We appreciate you taking the time to be with us this morning on this Tuesday morning. Hope you have a great rest of your day. We hope you'll join us again tomorrow.